Today on CityCast Las Vegas, producer Layla and I talk about the Huntridge neighborhood in downtown Las Vegas, why it's historic, its current status, and then its future through the lens of a new diner that's coming to the area from some locals who are also talking with us after winning a big money contest that put them there. It's Tuesday, May 24, 2022. I'm David Figler, and this is CityCast Las Vegas. Hello, David. How are you this morning? Good morning from downtown Las Vegas, where I live, work, and play, which is why I think we're going to have a conversation we're about to have. Yes, beautiful. Thank you for letting me co-op the host chair today for a little bit. No one wears it better. Than you. Thank you. Not Thank me. you. So last Thursday, I attended the announcement for the Great Las Vegas Coffee Shop Giveaway. And this was a competition we had both been following a little bit. Um, we knew that Dapper Companies is giving the winner a fully ready-to-go space at Huntridge Shopping Center. And it was touted that it's like worth a million dollars or close to a million dollars. Yeah, wow. yeah, it is a lot. They're getting new signs, fully stocked, ready to go restaurant, which is like a huge, huge award. And Huntridge, the shopping center, is something that I've seen growing up, passing, going to UNLV almost every day. But I have to admit, I don't really know like what makes the whole area a historic neighborhood. So David, can you tell us why Huntridge is a historic neighborhood? Okay, so the burning question, why should anyone care about the Huntridge neighborhood and why has Huntridge become part of a conversation mm -hmm. for decades now when we talk about the revitalization of either downtown Las Vegas or even Las Vegas in general, right? Mm -hmm. So it is, yeah, it's considered a historic district um, because it is home to a lot of firsts in the Valley. For its first couple of, of uh, decades, most of the growth of Las Vegas was very organic and natural around that townsite area, which a lot of people know as Fremont Street and Main Street, somewhere around there. And it started kind of growing out from there. Mm -hmm. the, the Huntridge neighborhood that was just basically desert land that was owned by uh, a wealthy business person, and when he died in 1931, which was the same time that the Wide Open Gambling Act kind of transformed Las Vegas forever, uh, his widow sold off the, the property that they had, and Huntridge became the first tracked homes in Las Vegas. Okay, so we're talking okay. uh, World War II, early 1940s is when those houses started getting developed and they were very kind of smaller houses. A lot of people who were uh, coming to Las Vegas at that time for the war effort, uh, the precursor to Nellis Air Force Base started uh, coming up and the dam uh, was finishing up. And so a lot of people had been relocating to Las Vegas. And, and so the Huntridge was one of those first neighborhoods. In fact, uh, in a lot of circles, it was considered to be the first suburb of Las Vegas because mm. it was way out in the middle of the desert. 
Uh, That's so funny because now we kind of consider it with downtown. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, Maryland and Charleston area, right? So uh, around that same time in the 40s, there was a big movie palace that got uh, built, which is the Hundreds Theater. Uh, It was the home to a lot of premieres and fancy people coming into town to, you know, do red carpets and all the kind of things that uh, a big city uh, would love to have. And we did in in the Huntridge. It was also... uh, Early on, at least in theory, it was integrated, uh, which was something very unusual for Las Vegas. And while maybe not as much in practice, uh, certainly in in concept, uh, it was a statement for kind of moving forward in Las Vegas in a time when that that certainly wasn't a major part of the conversation. So why did the theater, which was a huge landmark in the neighborhood, in the city, rather, why did the theater close in the first place? So, you know, the Hunt Church has been closed now for 18 years. It closed yeah. on uh, July 31st, 2004. There was a uh, really bad cave-in of its roof that happened on the night of a show, but before the show was uh, scheduled to happen, thank goodness, because that place Oof. held about 800 people, and I think it was a sold-out show. So, yeah, the the Huntridge is an interesting area. A lot of stuff is come and gone and come and gone and come and gone, mm-hmm. but that building does remain sort of iconic as a remembrance, at least, of a lot of people's good times going all the way back to when Las Vegas really first started to grow. And so my next question is about what's across the street, the shopping center. Uh, I know that has some businesses that are open right now. So what does the shopping center look like? Yeah, so it, it is like a lot of strip malls in Las Vegas. Again, ebbs and flows, ups and downs, good times and bad. I, I think the anchor business, at least to a lot of the hearts of uh, old crusty guys like me is the Huntridge Tavern uh, that's been there for at least half a century. Uh, It is as grimy, a beautiful bar as you would ever want. Mm -hmm. And then uh, when Jay Dapper came in and his, you know, he's a developer here in Las Vegas who is in a lot of different neighborhoods, but has a particular affinity, it seems, for the downtown area, especially the Huntridge area. Uh, when he took over the shopping center, they kind of redid some of the signage, gussied it up a bit. There's a gas station in there uh, that he kind of redid and made very mid-mod. And then they added a couple of restaurants, the always accessible Roberto's Taco Shop uh, and Vegas favorite uh, sandwich shop Capriati's. And so so there's a couple of things in there. So, I mean, it's got some good bones. It's, it's an old shopping center. It's got tons of parking. It's got some really cute signage. Uh, and there's definitely a newer energy that uh, the Dapper Company has, has injected into that little corner on Maryland and Charleston. Nice. And I'm really excited to see what they do with that shopping center and the theater, which they also bought recently to renovate. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was a complicated history there, too, because the the people who had owned it, there were some covenants on it, meaning there were some restrictions because it was historic. Uh, mm. It is on the National Historic Register, uh, the Huntridge, and we don't have a lot of buildings like that in Las Vegas. But the prior owners were having a real struggle trying to figure out what to do with it. Now Dapper has his shot at it. And, you know, the neighborhood has seen some renderings. And I will say this about the Dapper company. A lot of developers uh, don't take the time to 
uh, reach out to neighborhoods or try to consult with people who are mm-hmm. going to be most impacted. I think Dapper has a, a good attitude towards that and, and certainly nice. is working in a ways that the the neighbors do appreciate versus maybe some other developers who just kind of come in and buy parcels and do what they want. That leads me into my next question because Huntridge is a pretty diverse neighborhood. And so, of course, with Dapper coming in and redeveloping the area, that will be significant for many reasons, um, including bringing attention to businesses. I know the barbershop, which will be right next door to the new diner, that will um, hopefully get some new business. But how do you see this affecting the affordability of the neighborhood? Yeah, that's a great question, Layla. You know, we've been trying to rack our heads uh, around the affordability of the neighborhood for a long time. You know, we have mostly single family residences here. It is a diverse neighborhood, at least it 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 has had that character for many years. Uh, we were fairly immune from some of the crazy skyrocketing that happened before the last recession. And so we weren't really as impacted as some parts of the valley. Uh, mm-hmm. But the current crazy price rising in the in the valley we we didn't skip this one i mean prices are are going out of control in this neighborhood probably has a little bit to do with a lot of things uh the the nearby arts district kind of coming up and Mm -hmm. uh being a draw and sadly displacing a lot of people uh, has has had an impact here I, I can't say one way or the other whether the dapper stuff does, but it, it certainly is part of the conversation. Do you see um, yet or maybe in the future what happened downtown, like people getting pushed out of the Huntridge? Do you see that happening in the future? I hope not. I know there's a lot of renters and there, there are some challenges now. And especially as, like I said, this new development's coming in, it could be great. I, I mean, I, I don't know the specific plans. I know that we did get a, a chance to sample uh, the winner, Winnie and Ethel, uh, when we were as a team for City Cast Las Vegas, uh, had a little uh, joint meeting over at the Vegas Test Kitchen. And that was fantastic, right? And so now having something like that in the neighborhood for for everybody, I mean, I'm hoping they're going to have good price points. I'm hoping that it's going to be the neighborhood gathering spot where people get to meet their neighbors, talk to their neighbors, interact with their neighbors. I would love those neighbors to have different backgrounds and different stories. And, And so I you know, we could all grow as a community. Uh, I think it has nothing but a positive impact to to have that kind of thoughtful development. And what a great idea to have a contest uh, mm-hmm. to make people strive. And I think that part of Dapper's uh, decision making, and I don't want to put words in his mouth, was, you know, people who are going to fit into the community. In other words, you know, be cognizant of the needs of, of all the community and do a good job to maintain that. Amazing. Yes, we are very excited to talk to Mallory and Chef Aaron of Winnie and Ethel's. David, I will throw that conversation to you. All right. We are talking with Mallory Gott and Chef Aaron Lee from Winnie and Ethel's. It's a new concept that just won the big downtown diner competition sponsored by Jay Dapper. And they're going to be moving soon, not soon enough from my opinion, but soon into the Hunter Shopping Center. Uh, Mallory and Chef Aaron, welcome to CityCast Las Vegas. Awesome. Thank you so much. Yeah, we're very excited to be here and to... uh Tell everyone what um, 
we're trying to bring to Las Vegas. Thanks for having us. Yeah, fantastic. And uh, really excited about this. You know, it was just announced last week. So it's an exciting new thing. And, and I'm sure you've got a lot of uh, work and trepidation ahead. Chef Aaron, you were at and are at Esther's Kitchen in the Arts District in Mallory. You're an experiential designer. Yes. Experiential designer? Experiential Is that, am I saying that right? Design. Yes, that's exactly right. So yeah, if you'd like to, you can refer to me as experiential designer Mal, because I feel like Aaron gets all the chef credit. It's one of my favorite things that chefs get referred to as chef, like, hey, chef. So and so I kind of wish we could be like, hey, teacher, whoever, hey, police officer, Joe, like, I think that's one of the greatest things. I love it. I love it. Works for me. I mean, you, you know, you call me lawyer David. That's what I'm all saying. the time. Like, hey, I like lawyer that. David, what's going on hey, with you today? I think it's one of the best things about the culinary industry. It's fantastic. Of course, I would protest. It's like, don't don't call me lawyer David. Define me by the things that I love and not the things that I do. But uh, but speaking of things that you both love and do, probably uh, I think we come to the concept of Winnie and Ethel's downtown diner. Yeah. So tell me how you came together to form that and what your concept is. Well, as far as how we came together to form it, um, we actually are not just business partners. We are engaged. Uh, so we are also life partners. Um, so I actually met Aaron because I was and still am a patron at Esther's Kitchen. That's how we met probably about six months into our dating adventure, um, we started talking about, should we open a restaurant or something together? Should we open? So like, how would we do it? Do we want to do it? Um, and that was October of 2021. And then in December of 2021, we saw the announcement and I sent it to Aaron and, uh, and we had been talking about doing exactly what was in that um, description of the contest, you know, and it made a whole lot of sense. Um, and from there, what had already been referred to under a different working name for about two months evolved into what ultimately became the proposal that we submitted to the competition um, for Winnie and Ethel's Downtown Diner. So, But I also think I need to ask, where did Winnie and Ethel's come from? Where is that name from? So the name comes from uh, both of our grandmothers. Mm -hmm. um, so my grandmother is uh, Winnie, Winnie Venko. Mm -hmm. And mine is great. My great grandmother is uh, was Ethel McAllister. So we looked at it and thought, you know, given that the concept was a 1940s era diner, vintage Americana, um, we wanted to be really, really true to the period where the neighborhood, the Hunt Ridge neighborhood and the theater first came on the scene in, in Las Vegas, which was in the early to mid 1940s. And then beyond that, when we started thinking about what Aaron's doing with the food and that we wanted to feel like you know, warm and loving and like you would get hopefully in your grandmother's kitchen. And then, and then the very last piece, which I think put the, like the rubber stamp of approval on it was that the acronym from Winnie and Ethel's is we, and, you know, thinking about our community and what we love about where we live. Um, and we do live in the Hunt Ridge neighborhood. It yeah. just really was like the, the last little cherry on top. And I love that. I mean, most of us had benevolent grandmothers. I mean, some didn't, but it sounds like they're, they're going to be honored well. So tell me about uh, the concept and, and let's get into the food too. So, I mean, is this more of a coffee shop vibe? Will people be able to work from there? Is well, I think it is, uh, just in the category of diner. Like we really want to live up to just being a diner and just having really good comfort food that everyone loves and just makes you feel good. And just almost like some meals that you you've gotten from your family growing up. And I think from the food side of things, for sure, Aaron is 
taken food and just made really simple classic food, but that really blows your hair back that you're like, whoa, this is like, this is really, really good and very different than what I would have imagined when I think of chocolate pudding. You know, it's not a snack pack. Like it's not, not there's anything wrong with that, but it's not that. It's definitely a really, really simple, classic, but elevated version of good home comfort food. Um, and as far as people being able to sit there and enjoy it, whether they work or not, is certainly up to them. But we are hopeful that it's somewhere that people want to come. They want to sit down. They want to feel like they know a core group of people. Um, you know, we are is, it, intentionally going to step this out, but we're, our hope is that it eventually is open 24 hours. And so it's somewhere people oh, wow. go that is really good food in a really good environment that's comfortable and nice without being pretentious. Um, and that it adds that that experience to the downtown community. And, and you know, it'll, it may take us some time to get there, but that's the goal. So why this competition, you know, uh, as opposed to just sort of doing it independently, it sounded like you were having some good conversations and the, the competition might have hijacked it or, you know, did this seem to be the right way to go? Well, I think the, um, I think doing the competition obviously sped a lot of things up for us. Um, it just seemed like, it just seemed like a good idea at the time. And it still does because we, I mean, we yeah, won. I mean, so. <laughs> that's what I mean. I'm not, yeah. it's not. It still does. It still does. <laughs> In hindsight, good move. Good move. Yeah. <laughs> and I would say to add to, to what Aaron said, the other piece that's like cannot be overstated is that when we read it, what they talked about what and what we put forth was what we had already been discussing conceptually. I mean, Aaron and I had been talking about something that was classic American vintage before we ever saw the competition. So it ended up working out just, I think, beautifully for us and hopefully also for, for the sponsors and for dapper companies in the community. So what do you, what's your take on, on some of the, the other businesses that are around there and how this diner concept is going to fit in? Well, I would say, so from a 30,000 foot view, I think what, where our concept fits in, hopefully is that that shopping center and then eventually the restoration and rejuvenation of the adjacent Hunt Ridge Theater from where we're standing is all, it's all moving in a direction that allows the neighborhood to continue to grow and flourish. We, well, I can speak for myself. I won't speak for Aaron. I'm a firm believer in, in trying to recognize and celebrate the richest historical parts of any place that I am able to contribute to. I mean, in this case, it's, you know, the Hunt Ridge Shopping Center and then across the street, the Hunt Ridge Theater. And so I think being able to offer something that is period accurate to the extent that we're able to do it, um, that is, you know, we're a good neighbor to the, the other tenants in that space, but also to our community that we're able to be involved with the community around us. Those are all things that I think are really beneficial and I believe we bring in our additive to in terms of how we're going to contribute. Also, I think just like all the all the different businesses in that area kind of have that old style aesthetics, which will fit into pretty well. Like the garrison is it has like the older mm -hmm. style um, barber shop, and you know, even even like the Roberto's has. They it's it's weird cool. saying about Roberto's, but they even have like, you know, like the old signage and stuff around there, that whole area. So I think it's going to be really cool for the community just to go to that part of the that part of town and just feel that, you know, older. It's got a, it's got a Vegas vibe. I was going to say it's got a shine without completely transforming it to something unrecognizable. You know, it's gotten kind of a polish up and uh, and a, a reinvigoration. And 
hopefully in a way that people feel like is not a complete departure from what they would have seen there however long ago. So you, you talked a little bit about the design and what you're hoping to accomplish. And I know it's early and menus are subject to change for a business that won't be up and operational probably until I'm guessing just by the nature of what I've been seeing through the contest, probably 2023. Does that sound right? Yeah, we, we don't. I was uh, we were talking about it a little bit earlier. So optimistically, it would be late 22. But realistically, it's probably early 23, just depending on how permitting and some other things progress as part of the, the entire uh, build out process. Got it. And so you did mention the meatloaf, mm -hmm. understanding again that things are subject to change. Aaron, what do you think the stars of the menu are going to be? I know we had a couple of tasters over at Vegas Test Kitchen, but what do you think the stars of your future menu at Winnie and Ethel's is going to be? Um, it's hard to say right now. I think the meatloaf kind of, I mean, I heard a lot of people say they really liked it. So I think that might be a star. You know, we have the pudding too. I think the pudding is kind of simple, but it's just made really well. And malted pancakes, malted pancakes. We use a little malt powder and it almost gives it a, that malted flavor. That's really delicious. So obviously, um, the menu itself, I want to keep it interesting because you know, if you, even if you have a favorite restaurant, like eventually you're going to eat the whole, you're going to eat the whole menu eventually. So, you know, it's good to switch things out. And I, I mean, time will tell, it's hard to say right now, but I think once, once we, uh, we actually open, we'll actually see what our staples are and then see, uh, you know, what, what can change throughout the year and stuff like that. So, yeah, now you're also entering into what is right now. And I think to everyone's appreciation, a very financially and ethnically diverse neighborhood. Are you planning on making sure that you're serving all the folks? In other words, you know, we want to follow up on your commitment to the community, but that has to be a challenge too, because it really is, unlike a lot of places in Las Vegas, a real mix of, you know, working class folks and uh, white collar workers and people from different cultural backgrounds. Mm -hmm. um, so how do you plan on trying to bridge all that? What we've talked about is making sure we focus on what Aaron is really, you know, interested in doing that old classic American diner food, but doing it in such a way that it's not unreachable for anybody. Mm -hmm. You know, we're not here to, we're not here to put a $50 gold leaf ice cream sundae on the menu. Um, I mean, maybe we'll do that at one point if we have a 50 year anniversary and I'm, you know, 800 years old and we're like, we did it right. Like then we can, that's a different, that's a horse of a different color. But, you know, we, like we each have talked about in our own experiences for me, I grew up, um, both my parents were a teacher and public school administrator. That community would go into the diner and have food, you know, or it would be like, and they would be right next to the lawyers in our community and they would be right next to, you know, whomever. And, and we had a couple of places like that where I lived, where it was, it didn't matter what your background was. You wanted that food experience and it was accessible to you. And I, I, you know, I think that's, that is one of the ways that we present as an opportunity for the community to stay as diverse as it is, but to decide, Hey, maybe I want to have this experience with this type of food. The other thing which we've already started doing, and it was important to us from the jump, I won't go into too much detail here because I think it's also important not to make this a PR type of a thing, but is we have engaged with public serving groups in the community and in particular in, this, in the school system um, where we live. We started doing that, you know, as basically that was like one of our earliest calls after we found out we were a finalist. 
Um, and we continue to engage with them as recently as this morning, you know, and so like being able to go back and do things like that. And I'm sure there will be more opportunities as hopefully the business grows and becomes more well-known in our community. So being available to connect and interact and um, be part of the community in that way is something we started with a commitment to and we continue to be committed to. And, and the intention is that that will carry forward as well. Oh, amazing. And I'm sure making both your grandmas really proud of you. So thank you both so much for coming on CityCast Las Vegas, Mal and Aaron. We wish you nothing but success with this project as a neighbor and uh, as a patron. I really do look forward to, to seeing what y'all come up with and hopefully sooner than later. But we'll be keeping our eye on it and reporting on your progress as we can. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you for having us. And that's all for today here on CityCast Las Vegas. If you enjoyed the show, why not tell a friend? Rate the show, leave us a review, and subscribe to our morning newsletter. We'll be back Thursday morning with more news from around the city. See you, neighbors. All right, I see you, Mal and Aaron. Okay, there you are. And today, and today on CityCast Las Vegas, we're talking about the Huntridge neighborhood. In-